This is Stu Epperson from the Truth Talk podcast, connecting current events, pop culture, and theology. And we're so grateful for you that you've chosen the Truth Podcast Network. It's about to start in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, and please share it around with all your friends. Thanks for listening, and thanks for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. What are you all staring at? Uh, have you never seen a, a prime minister ride the underground before? <laughs> I was born in a hurry, but there wasn't any place to go. Nowhere fast seemed better than nowhere slow. I never really got the hang of hanging around. I oh, when you get down to it, I guess I always knew it. What it is that makes my world go round It's a matter of horsepower For eight seconds or miles an hour That's the way I am and it's a fact I can't ignore Yeah, big four-legged, fuel-injected Running wild, radar-detected A man can always stand a little bit more Horsepower Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now... First gear is walking, second gear is a trot. Lope and gallop are three and four, but we don't use those a lot. She's got a one-horsepower engine, and her shocks ain't worth a darn. But I'd rather have her out with me than parked in some old barn. So I just drive cattle. Leather seated saddle comes equipped with four leg drive. Long as she can stay alive, I always have the windows down as I go riding around with the radio ringing. Or am I just singing? How can we get more horsepower? <laughs> you got I love those songs. More horsepower in 2024, Bob. I mean, you got to admit, those were some songs. <laughs> uh, the songs got me right off the bat. There. So you might be thinking we're talking about horsepower today. And, and that is definitely what we're talking about. How do we get more horsepower in 2024? I mean, how fun is it? We got a show. It's, it's New Year's Eve Eve. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> and so it's upon us. It is. And like, man, I would like to have more horsepower. Every man would like to have more horsepower in 2024. And so I just happen to have some insight I think is going to just help. And I'm really looking forward to your calls because this is a live show and you guys make it make it hum. And I'm looking forward to it. And that is where really the horsepower of the Christian Car Guy show is obviously Jesus and our listeners. But as you might imagine, this show is always brought to you by Hebrew Letters. Today we have two because we need a lot of horsepower. So the word horse in Hebrew is a spectacular word, if you can begin to imagine what it is. Because Adam, when he named the animals, he had a special insight into the energies that God used for them, because God is the word, and the word is God, right? And so God is expression, and so when he named those animals, he was using the expression that God himself used in order to form the horse, okay? Okay. 
And so the word horse in Hebrew is samik vav samik. And the letter samik is a, is a force to be reckoned with. It just is. And in fact, that letter so, I guess, scared King David that when you look at the last verse in the, in the uh, <laughs> psalmic section of the 119th Psalm where King David's giving you the decoder ring to what these letters mean, that, that verse says, my flesh trembles for fear of thee and I'm afraid of thy judgment. In other words, he knows the power of that letter because to an extent it's a circle and that circle is the power that holds the whole universe together. You know, it's gravity. Or, or, or it's the ring that you have around your finger that's signifying your unity to your wife. Or it's the, the, the ring that God is going to use to kind of engage us to himself. However that works, I'm talking about a force to be reckoned with. And when you take uh, that much force and you, you, you put it, that's the first letter. The second letter is above it saying it's coming down from heaven that force. Well, I think the horse on earth is a picture of what, you know, Jesus rides one of these bad boys <laughs> and it's white and, and it's a force to be reckoned with. And, and when we get to see the real thing, I mean, it's going to be like holy mackerel. And so, you know, this is an exciting thing, horsepower. But how do we get it, right? Well, we get it through prayer. And that prayer requires faith. Right? You've you got to believe that you are actually talking to God in order to tune into WGOD, I'm just saying. And, and so, you know, I, I would just ask this question of you, right? Like, you got church coming up tomorrow morning, and if you knew that the president of the United States, sitting president of the United States, say a president you really liked, whichever one that may be, say it was Ronald Reagan, okay, or, or, or whoever you want, if it, Joe Biden, I bet you anything, if Joe Biden was coming to your church tomorrow morning, for sure, he's coming, and he wants to talk to you, Bob, would you clear your schedule to make sure that particular Sunday you showed up at church? Absolutely. Uh, Anybody in that position of power would... Uh would get me uh, get me rolling a little bit. Right. Or or Wednesday morning or Wednesday night, you know, he's coming to church and we're all getting together, we can talk to him. We would be there, right? Or just tomorrow morning early when you get up and you got a chance to spend time with him, would you be there if you believe that? Well, there's a scene from the movie The Darkest Hour with Winston Churchill that illustrates how much power these people had over the prime minister and they didn't get it and I just took you know, about a minute and 40 seconds of it. But, he, you know, Winston Churchill is trying to figure out what to do about Hitler. And, and as he is trying to do that, he goes and rides the underground, which is their subway system there. And these people are like, who is it? That's Winston Churchill. He's sitting right next to me. And this is what happens. What are you all staring at? Uh, have you never seen a, a prime minister ride the underground before? <laughs> uh, let me ask you something that's been... Weighing on my mind. Perhaps you can provide me with an answer. You, uh, the British people, what is your mood? Uh, is it, uh, was it confident? Confident? Yeah. How confident? Very. Some people say it's a lost cause. Uh, lost causes are the only ones worth fighting for. Too right. Yes, now let me ask you this. If the worst came to pass, and and the enemy were to appear on those those streets above, what would you do? Fight. 
fight the fascists. Fight them with anything we can lay our hands on. Broom handles if we must, street by street. They'll never take Piccadilly. They'll <laughs> <laughs> never take Piccadilly indeed. <laughs> and what if I put it to you all that we might, if we, uh, if we ask nicely, get very favourable terms from Mr Hitler if we enter into a peace deal with him right now. What would you say to that? Never. 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 You see, you know, what, what the power of the people is, it's unbelievable. Because that, that particular story, you know, changed history to some extent. And it was the ordinary people there with Winston Churchill that were telling him, we want to fight, right? Because he was looking for the courage. He was going to bring his people into this, into this unbelievable battle that looked like he was outnumbered and no chance, right? That's a huge amount of responsibility. And right? uh, I can't fathom. I, I used to struggle with decisions that affected uh, 27 or 28 people working for me. I can't imagine a whole country making decisions that affects that many people. But the thing of it is, is the decisions that Jesus is making, and, and see, he too wants and needs and desires a relationship with you and feedback and all those kind of things. And, and so the reason why I say horsepower is because it is kind of like riding that saddle. Like you, you have at your disposal more power. In other words, Joshua got the, the sun to stop. <laughs> That's how much horsepower we're talking about here, right? Because that, that was what he needed, and he had the courage and the faith to ask for it. And, and when in your life did somebody display that horsepower? And you got to experience, you got to see it, you got to feel it, or maybe it came through you. That's what I'm talking about today. And, and that we all would grow our faith going into 2024 to realize how cool it is that we can, in fact, um, have that horsepower at our disposal, talk to him at, our, at, at, at any moment we want to, and, and believe me, he always wants to, and draw close to him, and he'll draw close to us. But then it, there's the element of faith. Do you really believe he wants to know? But the, the beauty of what happened there with Churchill, to my extent, Bob, as you could see, he was very, the reason why they gave him that feedback is he wanted to know it. That's a big thing, you know, just being receptive to information. Sometimes as a leader, you think that you need to make the decision, but uh, input's a valuable thing to have. So I got to tell you, coming in the next segment, real quick, I'm going to play a soundbite from a live show I did yesterday where this lady called in. And she had, the people that she was with had this kind of horsepower. And wait till you hear what happened. I mean, you want to listen to this, believe me, when we come back. But more than that, we need your story. 866-348-7884. We're talking horsepower here today. 866-348-7884. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. What are you all staring at? Have you never seen a, a prime minister ride the underground before? Comes equipped with four-leg drive, long as she can stay alive. Always have the windows down as I go riding around with the radio ringing. Or am I just singing? 
Horse Horsepower 2024 today on the Christian Car Guys show. And uh, you know, when did you see this kind of horsepower we've been talking about through prayer in your own life? We would love to hear your story, 866-348-7884. And I was remiss in telling you that that was actually Chris Ledeau at the beginning in the intro. That was his song called Horsepower. And then I, I love the Okie Dokie Brothers. <laughs> That's called One Horsepower, the song you just heard. And, of course, Abba with Happy New Year. But <laughs> <laughs> I just think, man, you know, always got the windows down, just riding around. I mean, doesn't that sound like fun? A lot, lot, yeah. Very just, realistic <laughs> and descriptive. Four-wheel drive. I like the part, the part where he says, if you pick it in that one verse, he says, you know, the radio's ringing, or is that me just singing? And I think it's him just <laughs> Yeah, there you go. So... We promised, and, and I, I'm going to tell you that this horsepower we're talking about, when people are praying for you, can literally change your life. So I don't know if you thought about calling on the same power to change somebody else's life, but this show I was doing yesterday, this lady called from Ohio by the name of Rachel, sweet lady. When you hear the gap, she's actually, you can hear, I've listened to the clip many times now, and she was very emotional It just the thought of what these people did for her. And so listen to this. It's life-changing to me. I can't get it out of my mind. Well, um, so I've been to church my whole life. My dad's a Baptist minister. Um, I got married right out of school, moved to Arizona. Uh, I've listened to music and sermons and everything my whole life. And honestly, I never understood a word. And last year... (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Last year, um, I met an older couple. I was buying their mower from them. Um, mind you, I was going to have to have surgery on my right knee because I tore my meniscus. Mm. And I went to buy the mower from them, and they immediately knew something was wrong. They got down on their knees and started praying. And I felt warm and cold. I was laughing. I was crying. I couldn't even talk about it for months, to be honest, um, even though I'd been in church my whole life. And once I could finally say that that was God, it has opened me up to a whole new world of love and peace and restoration of faith. And when I go to church, I almost cry every song because I hear the words. I hear and understand the words that I heard my whole life and had no clue what they were saying. And I just love him. And I hope and pray that everyone can actually hear the sermons and hear the hymnals because, you know, he, he is amazing. And I just want everyone to feel him and know how real he is. And there's miracles every day. That's amazing what she says about the songs because, excuse me, the first Sunday after Rob passed, we were torn. We didn't know whether, we didn't know what we were doing. You know, our world was ripped all apart and was trying to decide whether we should go to church or whether we would be a distraction for everybody in church. We had just lost Rob. And I says, nothing bad has ever come from going to church and being with that family up there. And so we went, and the very first song they sang was Inside Out. And I heard the words so clear to every song that day, but especially that one. 
and um and it just what she said brought that back to me you know i just felt the words more powerfully than i have ever felt words at any time in church any service anywhere just that morning uh i needed that and god gave it to me and uh it was very 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 special for me and, yeah so and I, I had forgotten it until she said what she said you know that's awesome that is awesome you know what does that bring up in your heart we want to hear your story of the horsepower that you experienced 866-348-7884 866-34-TRUTH you see how that that one phone call encouraged you i know it encourages me well your story could encourage lots of others because faith it grows like that and 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 people need to hear that stuff like that happens so call us 866 348-7884 so what happened if you listen and, and I did that, that what happened was, you know, the, the, what Jesus said was the most imp- or the first commandment was Shema. Hear, O Israel, right? Her ears got open, Bob. Her eyes got open. And, and so those people hit the deck, man. I mean, I, I think about the faith of the people that were, you know, like, here's this girl. She's going to buy more. How many people out there? I'm talking about me, Robbie Dillmore. Would I have hit like, man, this girl looks like she's hurting. I'm hitting the deck and I'm praying right now. Like what? That's really amazing. People with that kind of faith. Right. They hit the deck. Some people want to say, I'll pray for you. But <laughs> when you say that, there's a prayer coming right out of your mouth uh, immediately. I, Every time I've asked you to pray for me, boom, you know, it happens right then. Yeah, but the, I, the, the the cool thing, it's just beautiful to me that they must have prayed. I thought about it all, you know, since I heard this testimony. They must have prayed open her ears or open her eyes because he sure did. And you can hear how how she's testifying to what actually has taken on. And, and so I just think, you know, what a neat prayer to pray for people that they would that they would be able to hear you, God, that they would be able to see you, God, that, you know, that that that. That's more than amazing. And I have my own story that I, when I had cancer, the, the reason why it, she, her testimony hit me between the eyes is that when she said I felt cold all over, I felt warm all over, I started laughing, okay? <laughs> and you know, might imagine I laughed. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, I had cancer. I had lymphoma. What was told to be killer cell lymphoma that only two people had had and died within six months. And so, you know, it was looking pretty glum for the home team. And, and this man comes by the dealership and, 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 and stops at the desk and says, you know, there's, I understand there's a man here that needs to be healed. The Lord told me to come lay hands on him. Like, what? I mean, this pastor, his name is Richard Little. He comes by the dealership. And just says, the Lord told me there's somebody here who needs to be healed. And my finance manager pointed him to me. Well, I'm going to tell you what happened with that prayer. But we need to hear your prayer. When did when did somebody unleash that kind of horsepower in your life? 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. What do you all say? Uh, have you never seen a, a prime minister ride the underground before? Comes equipped with four-leg drive, long as she can stay alive. Always have the windows down as I go riding around with the radio ringing, or am I just singing? Happy New Year! 
horsepower 2024 on this New Year's Eve Eve today with my good friend, dear friend Bob Young uh, from 109U Pullet and today's show again. How can we get more horsepower in 2024? And by that, I literally mean prayer. I mean, like, and we talked about the horse, which was the psalmic, but we didn't talk about the nun, the second letter that I was talking about in the two letters that are sponsoring today's show. And that letter nun, it, it, it looks kind of like a seed when it first comes out of the ground, when it's popping up, right? But it's also bending down. And, and see, that seed has... Heading up and bending down at the same time, huh? Right. Well, think about it. That seed's oh, yeah. coming out of the ground. Oh, yeah. Right? I can visualize it. It's praying. Like, help me. Even I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what a nun looks like. And, and the beautiful thing about it, when you think about it, is that like it is trying to get to head towards the sun in order to do that takes great faith, right? And I'm talking about the S-O-N, but of course it works for the S-U-N too. I mean, you know, it's that, that's kind of like what the seed is doing and it's growing and it's putting roots down in the ground. And, and every time you hear a story along these lines that we're talking about, it, it feeds your faith. And, and, it, and faith is what it took for those people to hit the ground. In other words, when they hit the ground and prayed for, for Rachel, they believed something was going to happen, clearly. And, and when that man came to the dealership that day, Pastor Little, which I got to know much better years later, um, but I didn't know him then. And I was like, and, and Joe brings this guy. He said, Robbie, this man says he, somebody's here is supposed to be healed. I'm guessing that's you. Because I was covered in these tumors. And so I was back in my office because I looked like a freak, you know. <laughs> I don't want anybody to see me. I was covered in. Didn't the, want you on the front counter out there. Huh? Right. The type of lymphoma I had was in my skin. And so it came out all over the place in these really strange looking flat tumors. And um, he came in and he said, well, I'm going to anoint you with oil and I'm going to lay hands on you. Well, you know, I, I'd been a Christian about two years and mostly Baptist churches. So I had no clue of what he was talking about. Like, you're going to put what on me and you're going to do what? <laughs> but at you know, that point, you were probably receptive. Uh, well, to, well, yeah, to, I mean, laying Let's give it a whirl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not liking this very much. So but, you know, we'll lay hands, whatever that means, but you go for it. So yeah. it wasn't like I had the, because I actually thought he was a nut. Um, I really did. And so I was like, I thought the same about you for years. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm, you know, I, I'm okay. So he, he, he anoints me and he starts praying when he does that feeling that Rachel described of being hot and cold and sort of like this, something going up and down your back. I don't know how to explain it, but you just know that something has happened, right? Something has taken place and, and something is now different. And so like, Wow. Well, again, when he prays, this is a Friday afternoon, might have been Friday morning, whatever it was, I'm covered in tumors from head to foot. I probably have 100 of them on me, okay? Mm -hmm. And, you know, Baptist Hospital had taken all sorts of pictures because nobody had this kind, you know, it was just a really weird kind of cancer. And so I was supposed to start my chemotherapy on Monday. Well, when I get to the doctor on Monday to get my chemotherapy, I, when I woke up that morning, not one, not a single tumor. Nowhere. My skin was all flat. Now, you could see where they were. It was still kind of red, but all the tumors were literally gone. And the doctor's like, what the heck? <laughs> what? And, and um, so they did a biopsy. And, and the you know, Reader's Digest version of the biopsy said the cancer turned on itself and ate itself in one night. Like, 
there it went. Now, a lot of people were praying for me, and I don't know, you know, which one was, you know, because it didn't happen the moment he let go of me. But what I do know is that that's a remarkable experience. And when she said that she had that feeling of this, you know, hot and cold and something, in other words, it's a physical feeling of... It came rushing back to you, huh? That you could hear Right, it. just like you just came rushing back to you that you could hear the words. Absolutely. And so you've got that horsepower, that pastor had the faith to follow God. Like that's a pretty nutty thing to do. Walk into a place. Well, somebody's here. It needs to be healed. (laughs) We've got a friend that, uh, dear, dear, dear friends and, uh, their grandson, uh, had to go to the hospital and he was sick and throwing up and it was in his brain. And I'm trying to come up with the right word. I should have got it in my head. Multiple melanoma? No, this was an abscess. He had an abscess in his brain, two months old. And here they're taking him to the hospital, and they're having to stay. And at Brenner's, uh, awesome people at Brenner's, can't say enough about them and what they do and what they have done for so many. But... um, he was there for a while. They got him diagnosed. They had to do a surgery. Uh, they had to remove a lot of the infection. And then they, uh, you know, flushed it out real good. And then they closed him up and treated him with antibiotics. And a lot, of, I mean, a lot of people, people that don't pray a lot, were praying for this little fella. And two days before Christmas, he's headed back home. And, uh, Everything, every report we've got is still moving positive and forward. And and just what a great, great, great Christmas present to have your grandson or your son or right. you know, to have a family member come home from the hospital in time to be there for his first Christmas. It was, And so you know that something we said or something that Rachel said or maybe something that Winston Churchill said raised something in your mind. Oh, yeah. Well, somebody be encouraged by your story. So please call us. Please. 866-348-7884. I'm going to say it slow. 866-348-7884. So, Bob, you don't know this, I guess. I'm shocked that, you know, but I had a brain abscess. Two years after the cancer, or maybe three years after the cancer, they thought my cancer had come back into my brain. And so... They did what's called a brain biopsy, which may sound like an easy enough procedure. Don't ever have that done. <laughs> you can help. Just, just to check on things. So. No, no, no. They actually take a little piece of your your skull off, and, and then they dip down in there to see what you got. <laughs> they take out too many parts, brother. <laughs> if you're wondering what happened, well, maybe that's what happened. So, um, you know, I had this procedure, and then what they did was they, they put a little piece of titanium there over the hole in your head because now you, you know, you got a divot. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, this divot, the, 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 the titanium they put back, had a staph infection on it. And within a very short period of time after the surgery, I developed this unbelievable, you know, headache. And then all of a sudden my head was oozing and they're like, oh my gosh, he's got an abscess in his brain and it's growing and it's going fast. And it's probably going to take his life. Because brain abscesses are not good, especially, you know, when it's a staph infection. So 
you know, a lot of people are praying for me again. I mean, this is, you know, it's just part of my life. Why they say I have seven lives like a cat. But this one was a little bit like, like, oh my goodness, here, here it comes. And I, uh, I can remember the nurse coming in and she said, well, they, they can't get this infection stopped. And so we're going to try this last and I'm going to hang this one. This is, this is the strongest thing we got. And if something don't happen in a few hours, Mr. Dillmore, you need to kind of make arrangements. Mm. <laughs> wow. Like, I don't know. You're, you know, there's a piece of news for you. But you uh, know, everybody should live life like they've just been told that. Right. And I don't, you know, I, I, but it just opened my eyes that we should all live our lives like we've just been told we need to make our arrangements. <laughs> yeah. And that was... I remember asking God, like, what? And he reminded me of a book I'd read on the 23rd Psalm. It was called A Shepherd's Guide to the 23rd Psalm. At the end of the 23rd Psalm, it says, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, right? And the way that guy described it is it was sheep have these golden hooves, and if their shepherd did properly, they leave a beautiful green pasture where they've been. And that people will feed on what your life was for eternity to some extent when you think about it. And as soon as I turned to God, like I can remember hearing that from the nurse, thinking about, okay, God, what was all this about? And he immediately brought that passage to my mind. So Shema, I heard. My ears were open. Robbie, remember. And I didn't you know, happened to pass right then. But you know what's crazy about that story, Bob? It's twice in my life I've had dear friends, in fact, two of my best friends, that were needed to be told that they were dying. And their wives came to me and said, Robbie, would you tell Vic or would you tell Johnny that he's dying because I can't do it I don't want the doctor to do it. And guess what I had? I could relate with it. Right. I need your story. Please, 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. What do you all stare at? Have you never seen a, a prime minister ride the underground before? Comes equipped with four-leg drive, long as she can stay alive. I always have the windows down as I go riding around. The radio ringing, or am I just singing? Happy New Year, Happy New Year, baby, on Horsepower 2024 today on the Christian Car Guy Show. When have you experienced the kind of horsepower we've talked about with these prayer stories? And I couldn't be more excited because we have Sandy, who is in Sofia, North Carolina. Sandy, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am so excited to hear your story. Um, the story's about my son, and just to think about it, it just really just makes me cry because of the goodness of God. Um, wow. My son was two years old, and he was having... Um, they thought that he was allergies. Well, he started getting blisters in his mouth and on his feet. 
and on his hands, and this had went on for like two weeks, and I had been taking him back and forth to the doctor, and they had been treating him. Well, my niece had been coming to stay with him during the day so that we could at least go to work because he couldn't go to daycare. Well, it was a Monday morning I woke up, and he was not able to stand. Um, I took him back to the doctor, and they said, well, we need to run some tests on him, said so we think that he's got Kawasaki's disease. Well, we had to go to Thomasville Hospital for them to run the test. We're having to carry him everywhere. I mean, he is just, you know, fever, swollen. Um, as we had went and had the blood work done, we was walking back to our car, and a lady out of nowhere come up, and she said, the Lord has told me to come lay hands on this child and pray for him. Um, we let her, because we believe in God, and we believe in his healing, and we believe in his power and his goodness. Um, it, the test come back positive, and he had to have three vials of IVIG. And they said that it, he would have to be in the hospital for 24 hours before it even really started to take effect. Well, that wasn't true. That night, after one vial, he was up walking around like nothing was going on with him. He was so swollen that he could not have um, an IV put in his skin. They had to put it in his scalp on top of his head. The doctor, he called to check on my son that that evening, and he said, you know, he was pretty much just saying, you know, how good them doctors were and how good this medicine is. Doctors only treat, but God heals. Wow, yeah. And I believe that God sent that lady to lay hands on my son to pray with him. Um, it's all about being obedient. I don't know if the lady was an angel or she just had a message for God. I've never seen this lady since that day. I didn't know who she was, but I know that God is with us every step of the way. Wow. Um, what an amazing, uh, you know, <laughs> Sandy, that is, you know, how old is your son now? He is 26. <laughs> well, I guess um, he got okay. Uh, and, and, um, and I'm not familiar with, I mean, and I imagine many of our listeners have never heard of that disease before. What is that? Well, they say that it usually comes from the chemicals when you clean your carpets. Really? Um, I know John Travolta's son, he had this disease. It was, I think it was after my son had it. Um, if it's not called in time, it can build fluid up around your joints and around your heart. He did go to Brenner's and had to have a, a test done on his heart to see if it affected it, and it did not. So praise the Lord for that. Yeah, like that lady was, um, I you know, and, and the neat thing, too, about it, Sandy, is that in, in hearing your story, you're clear where it came from. 
Oh, I know where it come from. <laughs> Crystal clear, huh? Um, because he's awesome, and he know what knew what we needed at that moment. Yes, he does. And we all have to be more obedient to the things that he tells us. Yeah, we do. Because just that little thing that he tells us can mean so much to somebody else. Yeah. And so I'm so glad you were obedient to call in. <laughs> yeah. I was hearing your stories this morning. I had just gotten my car and I'm like, hey, Google, call a Christian car guy. And it would never go through. So I pulled into the store <laughs> to call you. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm so, Yeah. That, yeah, because um, that story is exactly right. I mean, all, I know so many people listening, you know, th- they know that, that, that you know, when they hear that faint, small voice in their heart saying, you need to go pray for somebody or I'm calling you to go do something, that be obedient because you might just see something that will blow your mind, right? Because I'm telling you because he is so good. He, he, and we need to pray for the people that's not saved. Yeah, that was the thing because, about it. Did you hear the prayer, that, uh, the, the, the testimony from Rachel near the beginning of the show? I did not. Oh, these um, people prayed for her. And, and it's clear when she tells her, her story that they must have prayed that her eyes would be opened or that her ears would be opened because everything after that, she could hear all the words that she'd been in church all her life, she said. And so you're so right. Like, what an honor. And I was thinking that that could be a real way to have horsepower in 2024 was to pray that God would open their eyes, open their ears, right? Because in Isaiah, it says pretty clear, you know, if they would open their eyes near with their ears, I would heal them, right? And, and he, but he can't, yeah. you know, because that stuff's shut down. And, like, yeah. and he's got the horsepower to open it. But I don't know any other way it happens. No, the only thing, I know the past couple of mornings I had been waking up, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Just open the eyes of my heart. Because I know that he is, he's on the move, and he is good, and his word is true. Yes, it is. Thank you so much, Sandy, for calling. And thank you for listening to the Truth Network. And, and we're so right. grateful. And I, I, you know, I know, Bob, we, we, we just think she ought to have an amazing New Year, don't you? Amen. And you're, what's yes. your son's name again? Jonathan. Jonathan. Well, let's just pray yeah. for Jonathan right now. So, Bob, yeah. Lord, thank you so much for this testimony about Jonathan. And, 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 and we rejoice with Sandy that, that you came to his rescue that day. And, and Lord, you have something for his life. And, and so I pray that he would hear you more clearly than ever in 2024, that he would seek you and find you and share some of that which was given to him, uh, the ability to hear and to see and, and to taste and know how good you are. I thank you for his yeah. mother and her faith and, and the sweet lady that came and helped. Again, I, I thank you so much, Sandy, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I can't wait to tell thank Elijah you. about his story. You know? <laughs> hey, it'll yeah, be a while it. before I can share that with him. But uh, Well, God bless, Sandy. You have a happy New Year. we got to go. All right, y'all too. All right, thank, thank you. Bye-bye. Well, Bob, uh, I hate we're out of time. But we are. It is what it is. It man. is what it is. So we got to say it one more time. My last time in 2023 to say, remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. In, in some ways, just three years, just saying. But anyway, I, 
you know, as we head out of 2023, I cannot thank you enough for being the biggest part of the Christian Car Guy Show. Those calls um, just lighten up the whole world, and I'm so honored to be part of having, you know, time with you guys today. This is the Truth Network.